Welcome to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast, hosted by me, Carolina Sopran. I'm a holistic health and nutrition coach, a Pilates instructor with a background in science, and a master's in medical radiations. I'm your stress buster chick, chatting all things stress, helping you, the modern woman, create more balance, calmness, and health in life. I used to be just like you, running on adrenaline, stressed 24-7 and a professional perfectionist in all aspects of life. Over the last couple of months, I have wanted to create a platform for stressed, stuck and professional women just like you, empowering and nurturing you to live your most balanced life. I have learned and come up with some amazing tools to help bring more zen into your everyday life. Enjoy. Hello, darlings, and welcome to episode 29 of the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to spring, officially spring. The weather has been quite amazing in Melbourne, so I hope we get let out very soon. Um, But on today's episode, I am discussing stress and disease. But before we get into the episode, I just wanted to announce that I have an upcoming online workshop coming on the 15th of September, and I'm super, super excited about it. It. Um, it's called the Stressless Workshop and it's been designed to encourage modern professional women to take control of their daily stress and I guess to help create some sort of balance within their life. So a couple of things that will go through the workshop will be identifying the current stress that a particular individual is experiencing right now it will the workshop will assist gaining control and helping improve certain aspects of your life um, and it will also help create a better understanding of the actions that you may need to take in order to bring a little bit more balance and to decrease the stress that you're currently experiencing in life and I will put the link to the workshop in the show notes and It's an hour of power. I really want to have the women that attend the workshop feel empowered at the end of it. Um, And if you can think of anyone that may benefit from the workshop or whether it's you, um, please just hit the link in the show notes or visit my Instagram page at Knowing Her Wellness. So let's get into today's episode. We're looking at how stress can impact different diseases. And I guess this episode hasn't been created to scare you in any way. It's more to inform you how chronic stress can actually lead to some of these conditions. Because I think our focus is always around diet and exercise and stress gets pushed to the side. But I remember when I was um, studying during my science degree and I was doing a lot of physiology units, it was quite amazing the impact that stress has on your physiology and how it can actually impact how you function and how your body functions every day. And You guys know that I've had my own health issues and I really want to prevent women from a suffering from chronic stress, but also having that chronic stress impact their health in the long run, because we do want to be functioning regardless of what age we are. We want to feel good. We want to 
um, do amazing things. We don't want our health to stop us in our tracks of doing what we want to do. So I think it's a really important topic. It won't be overwhelming. It's quite, it's more of a summary of different conditions. So And if you have any more questions around it, please feel free to reach out. But one of the first conditions I want to look at is um, heart disease. So heart disease is actually very common in women, particularly with the A-type personality. So when an individual is stressed, it obviously increases your heart rate and it can also increase the amount of cholesterol that's actually released into the bloodstream. And with the increase in cholesterol, you have blockage of the arteries because the cholesterol ends up building in the arteries. And that's when people start suffering from cardiac problems. And usually um, for women in particular, I feel like it's more of an emotional stress. We are really emotional beings and, you know, things trigger us a lot more than I think they do in men. And heart disease is a silent killer in women. And I think we always, when we think of things like heart attacks and heart disease, we always look at men, but really it's quite the silent killer in women as well. Stress also worsens asthma. So whenever we experience stress and anxiety, it actually sometimes makes you feel short of breath. And you know this yourself, if you've ever been super anxious, everything tenses up and you feel that tightness in your chest and it makes you feel like you're short of breath. Therefore, the symptoms become worse as a result of your stress. Um, And obesity is the next one. Stress obviously causes an increase in cortisol, which I rave on about all the time. And you've heard me speak about cortisol previously, but this causes you to store more fat around your abdominal area. And this can actually cause a greater risk as opposed to if you store your fat around your legs or your hips. So um, as a result, you are more likely to develop heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and even some cancers. Um, Diabetes is the next condition. So there are two ways in which stress can worsen diabetes. One of the first ones is when we feel stress, we are more likely to eat the food that isn't that great or healthy for us. And we're also more likely to consume alcohol and I guess the second issue is that stress increases the amount of glucose, which therefore impacts how you manage your diabetes directly. Because if your glucose level are all over the shop, which makes it much harder to control the diabetes. Headaches and migraines are the next thing. Stress is a stress, both stress and anxiety are actually one of the biggest triggers for both of those things. And that makes complete sense. We start feeling really tense around our shoulders. Obviously, we've got loads of muscles that travel from our shoulders through our neck to the base of our skull. And that can cause things like headaches and migraines. And how often have you had a really bad day and you feel super tense? And one of the things that finishes off that day is a headache or migraine. Depression and anxiety. So those that actually experience chronic stress have shown to have a higher rate of both depression and anxiety. And as you know, I've been an anxiety sufferer for a while. Obviously, I'm a lot better now, but high stress or if you have a high stress job that obviously increases the amount of anxiety that you may experience 
And we spend so much time within our work, so it totally makes sense, particularly if the job itself is really stressful. So the next thing is gastrointestinal problems. So this is really common and stress can lead to things like reflux, IBS, so irritable bowel syndrome. And I feel like the younger generation suffers from this quite a bit because there is so much pressure on, I guess, the younger generation to do well, to do everything right, that it is quite a common problem. Um, Alzheimer's disease. So if an individual has already been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease, stress can actually worsen this patient's brain lesion, which leads to increasing the progression of the disease. And I actually remember studying that in neurophysiology um, and I remember studying the brain quite a bit and it's amazing, um, I guess, the load that stress can put on to someone's um, cognitive functioning. Um, accelerated aging, no one wants to age before their time. Um, and recently, um, it has actually been shown that stress can affect and accelerate your aging by nine to 17 additional years. That is insane. And I guess for us women, we don't want to age. We want to stay looking vibrant, beautiful for as long as we possibly can. And obviously, if you're on the higher scale of that 17 years, that is nearly 20 years of your life. So it's quite, I feel like it's quite a significant time. And then the last thing that I want to speak about is autoimmune disorders. So 80% of individuals that have been diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder report that they were under some sort of emotional stress or pressure before the onset of their autoimmune symptoms. And there've been loads of studies to actually support now that stress-induced hormones can lead to negative, having a negative effect on the immune system, which obviously can evolve into autoimmune conditions. And I think particularly now autoimmune conditions are on the rise and they are quite a horrible thing. And having had some of those immune type responses to my um, illness, it's like your whole body just stops working. And I guess if it's one thing, then you can work to fix it. But when your body is displaying all these types of symptoms, it's really hard to manage all those symptoms at once. You literally need to go through and start monitoring one symptom at a time. So whenever you feel like you're experiencing stress um, at a particular moment in time, there are a couple of simple ways in you can in which you can manage that feeling of stress right there and there. And some of these things are really simple, but I guess it's something that you can do in the moment and it will actually make you stop and reassess the stress that you're currently experiencing. So one of the first things is deep breathing. And I know this sounds super simple, but if you just take a moment to breathe deeply and help relax the tension that you're feeling and really calm that physiological response, you'll be amazed how much better you feel and how much it helps you relax. So taking a couple of deep breaths through your nose and then releasing through the mouth, it can literally be five to 10 breaths and you'll be amazed the feeling that you get from just stopping and just taking a couple of those breaths. 
The next thing is focusing on the moment. So I guess it's always about bringing yourself back to the present moment because whenever we are feeling stressed and anxious, we're always thinking about that particular thing and how it will impact us in the future. So we are such forward thinkers. Instead, we should really just take a step back assess why we're feeling and why we're so stressed about that particular situation and really start looking more at the solutions of how we can help and solve that situation or how we can manage it because we're always stressing and complaining but that's only going to get us so fast I mean I'm all for complaining sometimes you do need to have a release but try and focus on the solutions to solve that particular problem instead reframe the situation. So think about the opportunities that may arise as a result of something stressful occurring. So for example, if you're running late to something, you can't exactly change the fact that you're running late, but you can flip it and see it as an opportunity to have some extra time to think about what you need to do that day or have a plan set in your head of what how your day will plan out and what you need to achieve by the end of the day. So see it as an opportunity because I think whenever we have stressful situations happen we always think of the negative but there can actually be a positive that can come out of it and then the last thing is keeping some perspective and I always say this there'll always be something to stress about and unfortunately we as women always analyze things we always think ahead but think of that particular thing that you're stressed about and assess whether it's going to matter in the long term. And I always say this to the women that I coach, because if it's not going to matter in a couple of weeks, then it's definitely not worth your energy stressing over. And if you have your family, if you have your health and friends and some stability in your life, I think you're one of the lucky ones and things can always be worse. And I think we've seen this with COVID. We've seen people around us lose their work and For those that haven't lost their job, we're sitting here going, oh, it's so unfair because we've got work, but they haven't. Um, But, you know, there's always someone worse off than you. It still doesn't mean that your problem isn't valid, but just know that there are people that have a much harder situation out there than you do. So I hope you have found this episode useful and I hope it's given you something to think about, particularly when it comes to your health. And if you know someone who does suffer from chronic stress and have some of these diseases or health issues, this might be a helpful episode for them to listen to. But I hope you have a beautiful week. Like I said, I'm going to pop the link to the workshop in the show notes And please look after yourselves. Have a beautiful week. And remember, life is for living, not stressing. You are too blessed to be stressed. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at Knowing Her Wellness. See you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to be Stressed.